Hello and welcome to the Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. And me, Ben Hughes. We are the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and creators of the Fit Over 40 method. Together with our world-class coaching team, we have helped more than 6,000 women over 40 to fit back into their favourite clothes over the past decade. For more information about what we do, go to www.fit40info.com. So in today's episode, we're going to reveal why spinning doesn't work for women over 40 and what to do instead. So sit back and relax and welcome to today's podcast. So a lot of women that we've worked with in their 40s and 50s have tried spinning or other gym classes as a way to lose weight and tone up. But something we see time and time again is women who are doing intense cardio sessions every week, working really hard, but just seeing no results in the mirror, which can be really frustrating. So many women we speak to, you know, that they're doing spinning, they're doing exercise classes every week, they're sweating buckets, stepping on the scale, seeing zero movement, ending up with sore knees, hips and backs, which can lead to long-term injuries and put them out of action for an extended period of time. They end up watching their weight creeping up and up despite putting in loads of hard work and effort, dressing to cover up problem areas instead of wearing what they like, worrying that nothing is going to get them the body they want and that the extra weight around the middle is just a part of the aging process I'll have to accept, which it isn't by the way. And that can be incredibly frustrating if you're in that situation where you're putting in all that effort, you're just not seeing any results for all of that hard work. And the reason that this happens is simple. Spinning and other gym classes are not the ideal way to drop a dress size when you're a woman over 40. And in today's podcast, we're going to explain exactly why spinning doesn't give the best results for women in their 40s and 50s and reveal the exact exercise plan we use with our clients to help them drop two dress sizes and feel amazing in all their clothes and regain all their confidence in 12 weeks or less. Awesome. So first things first, I'm going to kind of state the obvious for a lot of people here, but what is spinning? Let's just cover that so you're clear on what type of exercise we're talking about and what we're not, because we want to make sure that you get the right information here and you can go and put it into action. So spinning is effectively hit training. It's high intensity interval training done on a bike. So it's often done in the form of a gym class. You'll go to the gym class, there'll be 20 to 40 bikes around an instructor and the instructor will lead the class. It's a very high energy class. You will start with sort of building up the pace. Um, you will then um, do a more intense period. And then maybe if there's time, they'll warm you down again. Um, there's often lots of pumping music. It can be quite fun. They'll get you to stand up and sit down. And I have nothing against spinning. Neither does Ben. Um, my fiance, Lucy, does spinning at least once, if not twice a week. And it can work really well for the right person. So she's 30 and, you know, it's still something that she can get reasonable results from. I still don't think it's the best thing and we'll go into why, but in our experience, it generally doesn't work well at all for women in their 40s and 50s who want to lose weight. It can work for people who are going to maintain their weight, who are already slim in their 40s and 50s, but it does not work well for people who want to lose weight, who want to tone up, want to flatten their stomach and all of that stuff. So why doesn't spinning work then for women over 40? Ben, I'll let you kick it off. So the first reason is that intense cardio spikes cortisol levels and cortisol is the, the stress hormone in the body and then this can block weight loss. So women's bodies change with age and not just due to menopause. So one of the big changes that happens as women get older is the way the body deals with stress starts to change. So every time that you experience a certain amount of stress, it spikes the hormone cortisol. This is called the stress response. 
if you have this stress response happen and you, you have a little spike in cortisol in a short spurt, this can be good. This is like, it's a beneficial process. The body does it for a reason. For example, to trigger like, you know, you do some exercise, you spike your cortisol level, it then it will then trigger that your body needs to grow and repair. Or, um, you know, you're in a stressful situation at work, your body sort of ramps up your cortisol and it kind of gives you the productivity to kind of push through and get that all done. However, although it can be good in a short spurt, it's bad if your cortisol levels and your stress levels are elevated for a long period of time, which is kind of called chronically elevated cortisol. For women, the reason that this happens kind of more than men is as women get older, well, as all people get older, as all people age, the stress response increases with age. So the amount of stress the body can handle reduces over time. For women though, this stress response increases three times more with age than for men. So what can happen is even if you're not experiencing more stress than usual, so if you know you're you're working this, you know, doing the same working hours you always used to do, the stress in your family life is always the same as it used to be. Um, the stress from exercise and other factors is always the same as it used to be. What that can mean is because your stress response has increased, even though you haven't increased the stress, your cortisol levels are elevated all the time. So it's like you are stressed out 24 hours a day. The problem that this this then leads to what we call the weight gain triangle, which is three things. So the first one is leptin resistance. So leptin is a hunger hormone. So what this then leads to is increased cravings, especially for comfort foods. The second thing that can happen is insulin resistance. Insulin is a storage hormone. And then that can make it more difficult to lose weight, especially from around the middle. And it can make the body want to hold on to that extra weight around the middle and be kind of reluctant to let, let that go. The third thing that can happen is thyroid deregulation. So thyroid is a hormone which controls your metabolic rate. So that can basically then lead to a slowdown in your metabolism. So all of these things together, I'm sure you can imagine, are not going to be ideal if you're looking to lose weight and turn up. If you've got increased cravings, you've got your body is wanting to hold on to weight around the middle and your metabolism is slowing down, it can make it feel impossible to see results and to to get where you want to be with your fitness goals. So interval training such as spinning puts a lot of stress on the body, which can basically make it harder to lose weight, especially when your life is already pretty stressful. So as a woman over 40, you, you've really got to watch out for not overstressing the body too much. So intense cardio, basically the body just sees that as a form of stress, triggers the stress response, triggers the weight gain triangle, and then you're in a position where you're putting the effort but you're not seeing the results. So the majority of the women that we work with inside our Fit Over 40 program do have high, you know, stressful, high pressure jobs. They have the responsibility of looking after a family. So for them, HIIT training on top of that is just not gonna work. However, even with the jobs that the women that we work with have, with the stress of looking after a family, we do manage to still get them to see amazing results without having to, for example, you know, cut back on their working hours or, you know, just or kind of stop doing all of the other things that they want to do in life. So the solution really is to do a form of exercise that keeps stress on the body low to moderate, and therefore you avoid overstressing the body and you can still see amazing results in the mirror. And that's just the first reason that we don't recommend doing spinning if you want to lose weight and if you want to tone up as a woman over 40, but it's not the only reason. So there's three more. The next one is that all forms of cardio burn muscle and especially longer durations of cardio, which sometimes spinning classes can be 30 minutes, sometimes 45, sometimes an hour. 
all of those durations will start to burn muscle. So muscle is what makes you feel firm, toned and youthful. Muscle is what will lift your bum, it's what will firm up your arms and legs, it'll get rid of your bingo wings, it'll give you a flat, firmer stomach. And it's something that's generally lost with age if you don't do the right things. It's harder to build as you get older and it's more easily lost as you get older. It's why people, let's say someone in their 70s or 80s, is often, you know, quite flabby even if they're skinny. Now, having more muscle has more benefits though than just firming and toning you up. It also increases your metabolism. So it makes it much easier to maintain and lose your weight if you have a higher metabolism. Again, most people know this, but most people don't realize if you lose muscle as you get older, or if you do lots of cardio, then you actually have to eat less and less and less just to maintain your weight, let alone lose weight. And that's why you end up having to do these starvation diets that are completely unsustainable and really unpleasant and don't fit around a normal life with work dues and you know eating out and all that stuff. So having muscle is really important because if you want to lose weight and maintain a leaner figure with ease, you want to have that high level of a metabolism. But most forms of cardio don't do that. They don't build muscle. They actually burn muscle when your body doesn't retain it very well as you get older. So you may have been able to get away with this when you're in 20s and 30s and your body holds onto muscle relatively easily. But now actually it's just going to burn through that muscle. It's going to use that muscle for energy. And if you're doing longer durations of cardio for 30 minutes or longer, which often spinning is, then that's going to be the type of cardio that burns the most muscle. And it will make you feel flabbier, more lively, make you feel less toned. It'll make you look older. It will slow down your metabolism. And it's kind of like if you can think of deflating a balloon, doing loads of cardio to try and get slimmer, especially as you get older, is like taking a balloon and then just taking some of the air out. The balloon goes smaller, but it goes kind of all flabby and saggy and not particularly... Um, toned in terms of a balloon so what you want to do instead is do something that's going to build muscle rather than burning muscle and that will give you a much faster metabolism and it will mean that it'll be way way easier to maintain the weight loss and it'll make you way firmer way more toned way more youthful and we have loads of clients tell us um, I remember last year at the retreat for example multiple clients saying my bum is like it was 10 20 years ago it's been you know almost blending into my thighs recently uh, before doing the program before doing some some exercise which actually builds muscle and I thought that was just part of getting older and then they said look actually it's like it was in my 30s or even even younger and that's just because they're doing something that will build muscle rather than burn it so they've stopped doing the cardio and things like spinning. So the third reason then is that cardio increases your appetite a lot so we speak to a lot of clients who've done cardio in the past or you know do the occasional gym class they might burn say 300 to 400 calories during the class or during a run but then they often report feeling absolutely starving afterwards and it's very easy if you're if you're feeling hungry to then go and eat a few biscuits over the course of the afternoon maybe six digestive six hobnobs and then everything that you burn in that gym class has been is just gone you've basically eaten back all of the calories that you burn in that class. I mean, that's kind of the best case scenario that you only eat back the calories you burn in the class. However, let's say you you overeat a bit more. Let's say you have those six biscuits and you have a few crisps and then you have a few other snacks. You have a little, you know, sausage roll from the fridge or something. And then you may have burnt all the calories you burnt in that class and more, which is then going to mean that despite doing loads of exercise, despite spending loads of time doing that cardio, burning that three to 400 calories, ultimately you're still going to gain weight because, you know, ultimately, if if you eat more food than your body needs, your body stores that as body fat. So this is not really very helpful when the main benefit of cardio exercise for attempting to get a shape in shape is the calorie burn. 
I know from experience, like the, the other day, for example, I did a, um, you know, if you, you know, if you go out on a, I think there's a perceived sort of effect of the difficulty of being in that spin class because it's sweaty, because it's like a, a high intensity environment, because you're sort of getting caught up in it with everybody else. You feel that you've done a really good workout in your head. The feeling you get is I've done a really good workout. I must have burned loads of calories. And then at the same time, you have this sort of hunger effect that comes from doing all of that cardio. And then to, together, those two things are going to lead to you. You're going to eat more and you're not going to feel that um, you're going to feel that kind of that you're able to eat that much. You're able to eat that that additional amount and it's not going to have a negative impact on you. But it's usually not really the case. I think people really overestimate how many calories they can burn in a cardio session. So the solution to this really is to choose a form of exercise which doesn't make you feel really, really hungry afterwards. And in Fit Over 40, this is what we do. We, we give our clients workouts to do which will still burn, it's the key thing, still burn those three to 400 calories like they would have done in a cardio session. But, but at the same time, they don't then make them feel starving hungry afterwards. And a lot of the, the clients, we'll go through exactly what this exercise is in a minute, but a lot of members say to us, you know, who have got been used to doing maybe spinning or cardio classes or things in the past, they end up saying like, well, I feel like I'm not really working that hard in my workouts, or I feel like, you know, it doesn't feel that difficult. I'm not getting really sweaty, not getting really out of breath. The reality is though, um, for fat loss, for toning up, see the best possible results, all of that impact of being sweaty, being out of breath, etc., doesn't necessarily translate to results in the mirror. And there's also another factor which can, um, which people don't usually think about, which I let Rob go into now. Yeah, so you may have heard of the afterburn effect. It has. It's something I've I've known clients or people who are thinking about joining the program have mentioned. Um, when it comes to exercise. So the afterburn effect is basically additional energy burn that occurs after exercise. So not just those 300 to 400 calories or whatever it is Ben mentioned, sometimes it's a bit less. Um, during the exercise, it's what actually happens for the hours afterwards. And there's a technical term for it. It's called excess post-exercise oxygen consumption, really catchy uh, epoch, um, which clues you in as to what's kind of going on. So you're burning this excess oxygen which is going to use more calories afterwards um, because your body is performing a variety of functions to kind of get your body back to a healthy resting state and this process requires a lot more oxygen so oxygen consumption rises after exercise and you burn extra calories doing that so it's called the afterburn effect hopefully that makes sense so to cut a long story short because there's a lot of technical jargon that you could go into in this really what you need to know is that research shows that after doing cardio exercise, the afterburn is not very good. Whereas research shows after doing weightlifting, strength-based resistance training, which is a hint, it's probably, well, definitely what we're going to recommend. It's fairly long after doing that resistance-based exercise, that strength training. So it's 15 to 38 hours afterwards. So almost two days afterwards, you're burning more calories and you get this big metabolic boost. So your metabolism is accelerated um, by about 9 to 11%. So if you're doing three workouts a week, almost all week, your metabolism is way, way higher from strength-based exercise. So if, if it's boosted by 9 to 11% and you're, you know, you're, you're, the amount of calories your body burns just existing, it's called basal, basal metabolic rate, it's about 2,000 calories, 
that person will burn an additional 200 calories recovering from that workout, which doesn't sound like a lot, a lot, but everything adds up over time. And that's the difference, 200 calories between someone maintaining and losing about a pound a week. So it's pretty consi- pretty significant. If you add that up over 12 weeks, that's about a stone over 12 weeks just from that post-exercise afterburn. But for cardio, the afterburn effect is much, much smaller. So there's been lots of studies done on this, but a good example of it um, was done where people did, um, they did some fairly intense interval training. And after that intense interval training, which spinning is similar to, they burnt about 69 additional calories. Um, and if they did continuous exercise, so like running for 30 minutes was the example they studied, they burnt about half that, so about 35 calories for a half an hour run afterwards. Whereas that strength training, as we've just discussed, might be 200 more calories burnt for our typical sort of client. So it's significantly less. And the thing is, for the people we work with, they're really busy. They don't have much time. They need to get the most bang from their buck from their exercise. So we always recommend that you do a type of exercise that gives you the most bang for the buck. It's going to tone you up. It's going to build that muscle. So it's going to build your metabolism. It's going to get the biggest afterburn effect so that you're not just burning calories doing the exercise. You're burning it for days afterwards as well. And if you do that, you're going to get the best results. So Ben, let's let people know what that is. Excellent. So this is the part you've been waiting for. So let's summarize and then tell you actually what should you actually be doing if you're a woman over 40 in terms of exercise. So what you need to know is spinning in high intensity cardio like running put a lot of stress on the body. This is fine if your life is very, very relaxed, very easy. If you're in your 20s and 30s, your hormones are all kind of in the absolute perfect balance. However, however, after turning 40, it's very important to keep stress levels under control. If you want to lose weight, you want to tone up, you want to get the best possible results. Therefore, it's best to focus on exercise that will still get you good results, but that does that without spiking stress hormone levels too high. So what you want to focus on is low impact strength training or list training, which involves lifting weights in a slow and controlled manner. These weights could be, it could be kettlebells, it could be dumbbells, it could be barbells. The key is you're not doing it in a way that would be, for example, like a body pump class, which is essentially more like a cardio workout, but it's a, a, a structured strength-based training program um, and it's it, it's low impact but very very effective for getting the results you want so this type of exercise still burns calories but it has these other benefits as well for example it keeps the stress hormone levels low so for a woman over 40 that's going to keep your body and your hormones in a place where it's easier to lose weight secondly increases muscle mass which means that you'll feel firm and toned as well as increasing your metabolism Thirdly, it helps to increase bone density, which also can help combat osteoporosis, which is something that can become an issue during later life. And then the other benefits we've also discussed here, you know, still you burn the calories during the workout. Um, It doesn't cause excessive sort of cravings and hunger for food afterwards. And it's got that afterburn effect, meaning that you're going to be burning hundreds of calories in the days after doing the workout. So Doing this three to four times per week consistently is the key to seeing amazing results in the mirror for women in their 40s and 50s. And this is exactly what we do with our clients inside our Fit Over 40 program. And typically, we'll see those clients lose one to two stone every 12 weeks. And I think it's important to point out as well, our, most of our members, like 95%, don't go to the gym. They do all of this from home. It's 30 to 40 minutes from home in their front room or if they're lucky enough, you know, in a garage, although it can be a bit cold. 
but then they're not having to commute to and from a gym to do that spinning class, you know, spend another half an hour to an hour commuting to and from the gym, having to have a shower afterwards. They can do it in a work break. They can do it before they get started with the day. They can do it just after. It doesn't take up loads of time and it gets amazing results. And look, it may almost sound too good to be true. So we've got a great example here from like one of our hundreds of success stories. This is from um, Amanda from Hampshire. So she said, I joined Trinity for the education on getting lean in my 40s and leaving yo-yo dieting for good. I've tried Joe Wicks and the body coach in the past, which is hip-based training, and I got to week eight before I got fed up. It was restrictive food-wise and the hit was too harsh on my body, so I had to stop. With Trinity, I've already lost one stone and eight pounds in my first 12 weeks. It feels achievable at my age, my shape and my size. I'm so happy with my results. I've signed up for a year. I just wish I'd found Trinity earlier. It's one of the best decisions I've ever made and it's the only time I've been consistent and achieved my goals. My life has changed for the better. I'm healthier, fitter and more in control of my life. So that's one amazing example there of Amanda who not only lost one stone and eight pounds of fat but also because we're doing this strength-based exercise she will actually have built muscle on top of that. So she may have even gained a couple of pounds of muscle which will make her firm and toned so she lost even more fat than that. So Ben, where can people go if they want to find out more about the program Amanda followed and the type of training that we just talked about today? So to find out more about the program Amanda followed, to find out more about list training and working with us inside Fit Over 40, just head over to www.fit40info.com and you can find all of the details on that page. Amazing. So that just about wraps up for today's podcast. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll catch you next week for another episode. We shall see you then. So thank you for listening to today's episode of the Trinity Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows. And also please leave us a quick review. It only takes two minutes. We do all of these shows completely for free to help you. So we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all. So thank you again so much for listening. And we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the Trinity Podcast.